Hey everybody, hope you're doing well. Today is actually Wednesday night, uh, January 6th. I'm recording the episode for uh, Thursday morning, January 7th. Can't be with you live today, but uh, hope you're doing well and thank you for taking the time to listen today. Today uh, today was a weird day, a weird day in the United States. It's been a weird year, obviously, but uh, today was a very weird day uh, looking at kind of the things happening in Washington and just everything around us. And it's just, it's just weird. It's just weird. And as the, you know, some of us probably, I know, I think, I think, man, I just, I just want to stay home. You know, I'm just going to stay home and watch reruns of Downton Abbey and, uh, just not do anything, but that's not what we're called to do or who we're called to be. So today I want to give a short Bible study on courage, courage in the Bible. And now I want to look at the courage of many of the Bible characters that we've talked about here in the past and that if you've been studying the Bible for any amount of time, you know these people and you know these stories, but I don't know if if we see this theme unless we look for it, this theme of courage throughout the Bible. We have these biblical heroes who are able to do incredible things. God does incredible things through them. And you look and see what's the common theme among all these people. It's not that they're perfect. It's not that they're righteous. It's not that they're anything. It's just that they have courage. They trust in God and their trust in God gives them courage. So let's start back in Genesis chapter 12 with Abram, who becomes Abraham. Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 4, the Lord said to Abram, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you, and I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you I will curse, and all people on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. He was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. All the people of the world will be blessed through you. Abram didn't have any special talents. Abram wasn't uh, uh, able to do things that the normal person wasn't able to do. He, the only thing that Abram did was trust God. And Abram's trust in God gave him the courage that he needed to go, to leave his father's household behind and to go. And the, the entirety of the earth was blessed through Abram, as, as Genesis says. If we go through Exodus chapter 3 and chapter 4, we have the story of God calling Moses through a burning bush and saying, go back to Egypt and free my people. And we have Moses saying, no, send somebody else. I'm not good at speaking. I'm not ready for this. I don't want to do this. Please, please send somebody else. And God having this conversation with Moses saying, no, I, I need you to do it. I need you to do it. I need you to trust in me and I need you to have courage and I need you to go do it. And so then throughout the rest of Exodus, we see Moses saying, okay, I'll go do it. And then Moses actually leading the people out of Egypt. Uh, And so many times Moses had nothing but faith. He was standing up against Pharaoh and up against the Egyptian army. And it was Moses' faith in God that gave him the courage to do what he needed to do. We'll get Judges chapter 4 in the story of Deborah. The famous Judge Deborah, who said, who 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 sent for Barak, the uh, son of Abinoam from Kedesh, to say, "Let's raise up an army and go fight our enemy." And Barak said to her in verse eight, "If you go with me, I'll go. But if you don't go with me, I'm not going to go." And Deborah said, "Certainly, I'm going to go with you. Of course, I'm going to go." And the the Israelites had a great victory over Sisera and their enemies. 
Cicero was the general of the enemies. And so we, we see this courage that comes out in Deborah and her trust in God. Right. When she's telling when she's talking to Barak in verse six, she said, the Lord, the God of Israel, command you go take with you 10,000 men and lead them up to Mount Tabor. And I will lead Cicero, the commander of Jabin's army with his chariots to the Kishan River and give him into your hands. She trusted in God and her trust in God gave her the courage to go and to fight this battle. We know that the story of David, right, the story of David and Goliath where David fights Goliath. Goliath is nine feet tall and ripped and built. And they say, nobody can defeat Goliath. And David says, I'll do it. So verses 1 Samuel 17, verse 45, David said to the Philistine, you come against me with the sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands and I will strike you down and cut off your head. And I'm sure Goliath is like, okay, whatever, right? But we know that David won. David had courage to fight a battle that no one else had the courage to fight uh, because David trusted in God in the name of the Lord Almighty. And so David had great courage. David went on to be a great king. He did a lot of good things and a lot of bad things. But the one thing David had was courage and trust in God. We go to the the prophet Daniel, right? Daniel was an exile. Daniel was one of the um, uh, advisors to King Darius, and, and the other advisors got jealous of Daniel. So they're like, let's make an edict so that for 30 days, nobody can pray to anyone except for your majesty. And if anyone does, they're going to throw you into the lion's, uh, lion's den. So they made a decree. And in verse uh, Daniel chapter 6, verse 10, now, when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened towards Jerusalem. Three times a day, he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God, just as he had done before. He went against the decree. Then these men, these people who were jealous, went as a group and found Daniel praying and asking God for help. So they went to the king and spoke to him about this royal decree, saying, did you not publish a decree that during the next 30 days, anyone who prays to any God or human except to you, your majesty, would be thrown into the lion's den? And so Daniel was thrown into the lion's den. And of course, we know that Daniel survived it, that Daniel survived it, that the courage of Daniel to worship, to pray, even when he was told not to, right? The courage he was his faith in God, his trust in God gave him courage and he continued to pray. And I mean, we have to talk about Mary, right? Mary, the mother of Jesus. Luke chapter one. Today is the day of Epiphany, an important day in, in the church calendar. But if we think, you know, nine months ago, we have the story, the, the day of the Annunciation, where in Luke chapter one, verse 30, an angel comes to Mary and says, do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. I spent some time on this last month. And what does Mary say in verse 38? I am the Lord's servant. May your word be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Through Mary's courage, through Mary's trust in God, we have this beautiful incarnation. Jesus coming to be among us. Jesus coming to teach us, to show us, to die for us. Uh, to call disciples. And so let's look at the disciples, Peter and John, Acts chapter four. 
Acts in, in Acts chapter three, Peter and John they heal a lame man outside of the temple, and they're arrested and they're dragged before the Sanhedrin because they they were able to heal somebody. And then Peter started preaching, and the the members of the Sanhedrin, the ruling council of the Jewish people of the time, they called them and ordered them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. They said, "You can go, but you have to stop talking about Jesus." Enough with this Jesus guy. You have to stop talking about Jesus. And in verse 20, Acts 4, verse 20, Peter and John said, We cannot keep from speaking about what we have seen and heard. We aren't going to listen to you. We are going to continue speaking about Jesus. We are probably going to get arrested again, and that's okay. We are going to continue speaking about Jesus Jesus, because we trust Jesus And our trust in Jesus is giving us courage to do so. What does the Apostle Paul say? Well, in Philippians 4.13, Paul writes, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The Apostle Paul never backed down from a challenge and was always courageous because his faith in God, because his trust in God gave him the courage that he needed to do what God called him to do. When we look back on all these heroes of the Bible, we see a common theme. It's not that they're perfect, but it's that their trust in God gave them the courage that they needed to do God's work. Gave them the courage to do God's work. We too have been called to do God's work. We have been called to share God's grace. And I hope that each and every one of you watching today or listening today, trust God enough to have the courage to go and to do that. To proclaim God's grace. If you're wondering, well, how do I proclaim God's grace? Well, yesterday uh, I, I released a podcast and, and did a, a recording as well. Seven ways that you can share God's grace with others. Uh, but I just pray that each and every one of us would be of good courage and that these things that we see happening in the news wouldn't make us afraid. You know, there's just so much information out there and there's so much news out there and it's just easy to get paralyzed with fear. But we are called to be of good courage. We are called to put our faith in God, to trust God enough to go out and have the courage that we need to do the work of God in the world that God created, in the world that God loves, for the sake of the people who God loves so dearly. So let us close with prayer. Good and gracious God, we thank you for each and every one of the blessings you have given us. Uh, Help us to trust in you, Lord, so that we may do your work. Help us to be courageous in difficult times. Help us to be a light in the darkness and help us to share your love and grace with others. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, everybody, have a great day. Have a great week. Again, so sorry I couldn't be with you live, but hope you uh, take good care of yourselves, and I will see you next Tuesday or at worship on Sunday. Take care.